Yes, it is the power of prayer. I'm Dave Savage, the programming and production manager here at AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. And uh, the power of prayer pledge drive, I just want to mention a a couple of people here, uh, Cecilia from Roswell and also Julius uh, from Fayetteville. Thank you so much for supporting The Quest. We really appreciate that uh, because this radio station doesn't exist without people like you making donations uh so in this hour i'm gonna have uh we've got kathy uh kathy kathy mccormick it would help if i turned on your microphone okay there you go hi hello (laughs) so what i'm gonna do um uh and then and now uh kathy will be our host here and then we've also got a guest uh kate curran and uh ed is it bullduck okay I should have checked that before we went on, but uh, what we try to do here, and we're going to talk to all of you in just a little bit, uh, but what we we do here uh, every hour is we start off with prayer, and what better way uh, to get a prayer is is from the kids. So let's swing that microphone around here, and can you tell me your name? Colby. And who's this girl standing next to you? Hannah. Hannah. And do you know Hannah? Yes. How do you know Hannah? She's my sister. Oh, okay. Well, that's excellent. Um, and so you're all prepared to do a prayer for us to start off this hour? Yes. yes. Oh, you're going to do two prayers? Yes. Yes. All right. So are each one of you going to do a prayer, or are you going to do them both together? We're going to do separate. Okay, great. So who wants to go first? Okay. Why don't, why don't you go ahead? Okay. Should I be doing a St. Michael or a, a, another? Michael's good. Yeah. Absolutely. Start off in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Saint Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke and we humbly pray and do that, Prince of Heavenly Host, the power of God, casting hell, Satan, and all the evil spirits. We power on the world, seeking through the most ruins of souls. Amen. Amen. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, that's great. And and so, uh, Hannah, now you've got a prayer for us? Yes. Okay, let's pick that up just a little bit. Yeah, there we go. We'll be able to hear you better then. I am saying this prayer because Miss Walter has ALS, and we are praying for a miracle. Carlo, can, and, because, and so blessed Carlo can become a saint. He and Miss Walter have something none of us have, bravery, compassion, and lots of love. And they can change our lives and make a difference. And I am the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh God, our Father, thank you for giving us Carlo, model of life for young people, and a message of love for God, for all. You made him fall in love with your son, Jesus, making of the Eucharist his highway to heaven. You gave him Mary as a beloved mother, and with the rosary, you made him sing the praises of her tenderness. Accept this prayer for us. Attend especially to the poor whom he loved and helped. Through this intercession, may Miss Moulter receive the grace she needs for a miracle, to cure her ALS and fulfill our joy by placing Carlo among the blessed of your holy church, that his smile may shine again for us for the glory of your name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. That was excellent. Thank you, kids, very much for being here. Thank you, uh, Mom and Dad. (laughs) We appreciate it. 
Thank you. So, uh, yeah, so we're going to go ahead. Uh, let me just, uh, before we get started here in this hour, uh, just remind people that this is the Spring Pledge Drive uh, with the theme of the power of prayer on AM 1160, The Quest. Uh, make sure you call in with your pledge or donation to 470-508-1160. Um, log on to thequestatlanta.com. You can do that there, or you can also go to the app on your phone. Make sure you get that app on your phone. And uh, we we like the monthly ones. I mean, those are always great to have uh, monthly prayers or monthly prayers. Month well, prayer, monthly prayers are good too. But <laughs> if we have a monthly donation, uh, that would be excellent too to to uh, continue that. So anyway, uh, sitting next to me here is Kathy McCormick, and I'm just going to hand it off to you, Kathy. Yeah, I'm Kathy McCormick. I'm the director or marketing manager here at the quest i started in january and uh it's been great um prior to that though i have spent about 30 plus years in the archdiocese of atlanta doing ministry and the people i have with me uh for this hour are two very good friends of mine um we've got ed bolduck let me just tell you a little bit about ed this is going to be good <laughs> <laughs> it is going to be good. I've known Ed for 30 plus yeah. years. Yeah. Uh, we started to our friendship when we were bringing a life team to the Archdiocese, and Ed was called upon to what? Uh, Randy Rouse approached me about leading music at St. Anne's Catholic Church yeah. and starting this life teen mass at 6 o'clock. And making that happen. And that's, I was told it was supposed to be a upbeat mass. Really want to get the teens singing. And that's how I came to, to be at St. Anne's 30 years ago. 30 years ago. I was working in the diocesan office and went on life team training thing, trips, and did retreats with Ed and, and Randy and St. Anne's and all the other parishes that were trying to bring uh, more ministry or, or deeper ministry to, to the teens here in the Archdiocese. And it was a wild ride. It was. <laughs> yeah. We were figuring out what we were doing. Praying a lot, <laughs> yep. that's for sure. That's we were true. praying a lot. And then the other guest I have with me is Kate Curran. Um, Kate, uh, who my husband and I affectionately called the Irish Lass. Indeed. <laughs> is uh, a very gifted young woman who uh, I found in Scotland. That's right. You weren't lost. No. Nope. <laughs> but you were working in the Diocese of Scotland. Yeah. Or Glasgow. Glasgow. Yeah. yeah. And we needed an assistant youth minister at Christ the King mm -hmm. when I was working at Christ the King. And um, we, my uh, the youth minister, Colleen Berenger, and I watched you. We, we interviewed you. And when we hung up the phone after that interview, which was a Zoom before the Zoom was needed. It was Skype, I believe. It was a Skype. Yeah, That's a Skype right. Call. Skype. Yeah. <laughs> We both hung up the phone, we looked at each other, and we said, well, that was just pure joy. That's all it was, <laughs> was Lord. pure joy. And how do we get her from Scotland to Atlanta? It was pure nervousness on my end. <laughs> yeah. You were great. You oh, were great, so though. And come to find out, you are musically inclined mm -hmm. as yep. well. So Indeed. I've just introduced Kate and Ed to each other. That's right. We just yeah. met about 10 minutes ago. Right. And... Uh, and we're going to share a lot about what it means to pray with teens, mm. through music, and all the other things in this hour. But the biggest thing right now is because this is the Power of Prayer Pledge Drive, I would invite anyone who's listening to please make a donation to AM 1160, The Quest, Atlanta Catholic Radio, 470-508-1160. 
Or you can donate online, thequestatlanta.com. So, who do I start with first? I don't know which way to go. I'm going to throw it over to Ed. All right, here we go. Ed, I'm ready. when we first met, I remember you telling me that you would ask the teens, as you were writing music, you'd ask the teens to sing it. For what reason? Uh, probably to see if it was any good or yeah. see if they liked it, you know? <laughs> Uh, I was when we when I first started back in 1992, there wasn't a whole lot of like contemporary Catholic music to be used. Uh, there was Glory and Praise, which I knew and loved, and like knew every song almost by heart and what page number it was on. Uh, and so we kind of took a lot of those songs and started to change them up a little bit or make them more contemporary sounding. Um, then there was you know stuff like Michael W. Smith and Amy Grant, but there wasn't all the music that there is today. Like today. A new song is written every five minutes. See, did you hear that? Another song was just written just now. Did you wow. hear it? Yeah, it's out there. Yeah, it just out came there. out. Yeah. So there's so much to choose from, but back then we didn't have that. And so I started writing some stuff, and I was inspired by Tom Booth in Arizona and, and what he was doing. Um, and so I'd write these songs, and I'd never done that before. I mean, I wrote stuff for our band that we played, uh, but never anything for pe- people sitting in pews in the church. You know, this was scary. The words that I come up with are going to be on their lips, you know, singing this together. And so uh, I, you know, tried to look at every song really, really carefully. But also, you know, how are the teens going to re- respond to this? Are they going to like it? Are they going to think it's cheesy? Are they going to think it's cool? So I, was, we would, I would sing it for them, you know. They'd get together and we'd I'd sit in the piano at, at the piano in the church and it's like, what do you guys think of this? You know. Now there's one story that we were actually doing a song on a retreat because teens can be, and you know this, mm-hmm. brutally honest, right? But it's good. <laughs> yeah. it, it's a good thing. We're doing a song on the retreat and we hadn't done it before. I'm not going to say what song it was, and we're doing it and I'm rocking it out. I thought I was. I look over. This one kid's got a thumb down, just like thumbs down. <laughs> and I thought. I thought. That is awesome. Like, <laughs> it didn't even hurt my feelings. It was just like, wow, okay, don't pick this song again next time. But <laughs> yeah. just a thumbs down the yeah. whole time, right? Just a thumbs down. I'm sure that probably still happens in church sometimes, but I don't I really know. see it. You don't see it. <laughs> thumbs are down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I wanted to know what they thought of it. You know, did it speak to them? You know, was it- I remember one time you said, um, I think there's too many words in this song. <laughs> Too many words. It's too many There's words. just too many words. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, how do you know that? It's like Mozart. Just yeah. too many notes. Just, <laughs> cut a few. just cut a few words. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. and we try to make, you know, a lot of times today, the refrains especially are very simple, very yeah. singable, very kind of thing. So, Because you're yeah. trying to lead people into prayer in yeah. the liturgy, which is the whole point of that was trying to bring the prayer into their... Uh, into the liturgy experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And bring them closer to Christ. Yeah, so whatever it took, you know, and, and, and we just try to... You know, teens have their, teens are their own culture, really, and they have their own music, and so it's like you try to see what those sounds are. You know, what instruments are they used to listening to? What sounds are they used to listening to? How can we appropriately use that um, in celebrating the liturgy and make it work? And so that's that was our goal. And, Very cool. Yeah, I know that Kate, you are now uh, well. Now Ed has moved into. Uh, Music for everyone at St. Anne's. <laughs> music for music everyone. For that's everyone. My, that's going to be Not my new teens. album. My yeah. new album. Music, music for, for everyone. everyone. <laughs> Which I think is be a big seller. Yeah. And speaking, well, everyone could buy it. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone could buy it. And um, by the way, before that album comes out, please donate to the Quest. Yes. Ale- absolutely. <laughs> donation. AM 1160 uh, to the radio. The, the number is 470 508 1160. 
That's 470-508-1160. And, or you could donate to thequestatlanta.com. So n- back to your album, to everyone. <laughs> music for everyone. Music for everyone. Yes. Meaning that you're now the director of music for the uh, for St. Anne's, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So now, do you still write music for the liturgies? or I, I don't write as much as I used to. Um, I used to write a lot more in the very beginning. But now I... Um, there's so much to choose from, like I said, and I just try to find music that speaks to everybody. And uh, we try to do a good mix of traditional and contemporary and, uh, you know, find a good balance there because everybody has different likes when it comes to music and things that really speak to them. So that's the challenge, but I love it. I love, I love being part of a parish. So, and being the music director is even more fun. So awesome. Kate, Mm -hmm. you're in the hot seat now. It's over to me. It's over to you. I'm throwing it over to Kate. And I would like you to share about how you bring teens to prayer, Mm. especially uh, in adoration. Mm. Yeah, so um, I would say a passion of mine is to facilitate um, an encounter. So often people would refer to me as a worship leader, um, a musician, but but really it's just a facilitation of, of... a heart meeting Christ, you know, um, and so everything is geared toward that. It's not me that's the focus. So my my favorite way to to try and do that is actually um, in front of the Blessed Sacrament because I'm I'm very adamant and passionate that um, this is His work and His His grace um, at work through me, perhaps. But um, really, it should all be directed back to Him. So I love. Um, creating environments for for teens to encounter him in in the in the Eucharist, um, and music is a really great way to kind of disarm them a little bit and and help them to lower their their the walls that that may be up. Um, it's so accessible. So so any teen from any background, any person with any background, any creed, race, religion, music is so um, powerful because it it is a universal language, and so it's it's obviously so useful when it comes to um helping people encounter the lord in these moments is using music it's it's a really powerful thing and i'm so grateful and blessed i'm sure ed is would feel the same it's it's a gift and a privilege Mm -hmm. to to be called into this ministry by the lord yeah Mm -hmm. so uh how did you guys get started in music from the very beginning what was it that like what was your first lesson Mm. Uh, my parents said when I was like, I think I want to say nine. They were like, "Hey, we're thinking about buying a piano. Would you guys want to take lessons?" And I was, I think I was drawing or something. I'm like, "Sure, that sounds great." And then we got this piano, and I started taking piano lessons, and and that was how it started. My dad played the accordion a lot, and so he would sit there and he would open the put the case down on the floor, and I would put my hands on the case, pretend like I was playing while he was while he was playing. You know, I used to love that. And then uh, we got the piano, and it just kind of went from there. So, yeah, I mean, I love doing it. Very cool. So, you were nine. I think nine or ten when I started taking yeah. piano lessons. Yeah. How about you, Kate? I was also nine. See? Yeah, uh, it's a good age. Start early. <laughs> yep. <laughs> My we had just moved, so I grew up in in Ireland, and I was born in in Limerick, but my parents both grew up in Kerry, and all the family was back in Kerry. So when I was about um, eight, our family moved back to Kerry, and um, it was the middle of nowhere and neighbours of mine were in this um, 
wind band and they basically through through meeting them they 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 invited me into um the wind band and i i took up the trumpet through a long series of events it was the the, the instrument i landed on was the trumpet which is the equivalent of a kid in atlanta learning the didgeridoo it was just so <laughs> wow. like it, it, it because here there's a huge culture i think in schools of of um band and 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 it's very very accessible for a lot of kids um but where i'm from the trumpet was was i mean yeah it may as well have been the, the didgeridoo but wow. it was available in my in my um town and there was there was a, a, a marching band and so i joined it and um it really just music became a massive passion just loved it fell in love and and it and um eventually began to use it to glorify god but but for the first couple of years it was just just honing that craft and and it was yeah it's great so tell me uh i i think i asked this when i was interviewing you for the job how do you lead um praise and worship music with a trumpet Ooh, well i don't <laughs> Which was the answer? Can't say I yeah, do. Yeah, no, never tried. Now I've used the I've used the trumpet when I have a, a full band, and and it's definitely played a part. Like it yeah. can it can be used, and it's it's a lot of fun. Um, I recently had my nephew visit from Ireland, and and um, we had an evening for youth ministers and core teams and uh, at the cathedral, and I had him on the trumpet, and I had a full band, and I I, I wrote parts, so we played the doxology. Um, in this really fun way with brass arrangement, and it was it was a lot of fun. So it can be, of course, it can be done. But um, me personally, I I find it hard to sing, play trumpet, and guitar at the same time. <laughs> haven't haven't quite yeah. figured that one out. Yeah. So yeah. I have a hard time walking and chewing gum at the same right. time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I just want to jump in here and say this is the uh, power of prayer spring pledge drive on AM eleven sixty The Quest. Uh, you can call in your pledge at four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty, or you can get the app if you don't already have the app on your phone do that and you can donate that way it's the quest atlanta app and uh uh kathy uh what i really want to talk to you about i want to switch gears a little bit and talk about prayer ed you and i were chatting a little bit earlier about your family and i want you to share with our listeners the tradition that you have every night with your family and tell me the ages of your children too okay it will bring hope to all the parents uh, out there yeah um we started when our kids were very little and could speak and understand what we were doing. We started with very simple prayers every night. We decided we would pray every night before we go to bed. And it started with, now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. Um, the angels watch me through the night until I awake in morning light. And then I think we did maybe the Our Father with them at first. So this is this is when they're like, you know, five, six, like that. Well, over the years, we've just kind of added prayers as we go. And um, so now they are 18 and 16, and we still do that every night. We still get together at some point before they go to bed. The time has changed. It varies every night. You never know. After homework's done, okay, it's 1130. It's time to say prayers, right? So, um, And we still start with, now I lay me down to sleep. We still start with that one every night. And now we, of course, have added the Our Father and the Hail Mary, um, the Angel of God, the Glory Be. And then we do a lot of petition prayer, just a lot of open praying right there and it's an important part of our night um uh just we've never stopped and i credit karen for always my wife karen for always calling us together and like it's time for prayer you guys let's go you know and we do that so that's really great Mm -hmm. i think that's just so wonderful to hear um even i'm sure there were some groans there with the kids every once in a while but then they would just go ahead and, and do it and i think that's 
I don't know, it brings a lot of hope to families praying together are yeah. definitely a bedrock of what we need mm-hmm. to do, um, what our kids need. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally. I know that I, uh, uh, I want to get to a story, if you're willing to share, Kate, oh, about your parents mm-hmm. and how they prayed for you. Mm. Maybe we'll do that in the second half of the hour. But um, I want to remind everyone to go ahead and, and call in and donate to either online, thequestatlanta.com, or 470-508-1160. Because we do have The Quest, which is a great um, opportunity to evangelize all of Atlanta and beyond, now that we have an app, uh, The Quest app. So think about that, downloading. Any listener out there, download the app, because you can live stream through the app, you can live stream through the uh, website. And it's a wonderful way to just... um, remind us of who we are as Catholics and the community here. Uh, I believe that the radio is a very special medium to get the message out to all the listeners, especially this good news message. And it's good to hear the good news message above all of the other messages that we hear out there Mm. in the airwaves. So please donate so we can continue to do the work here at the Quest. So should we take a break now? And then uh, I tell you what, why don't we, uh, let me just, step over here into the uh into the call center and see how we're doing here uh robert from uh roswell uh this is in honor of of uh of you kathy oh so that's very nice absolutely uh we've also got uh donna from cincinnati nice thank you donna we've got mary uh oh mary uh says ed thank you for your worship of god through your music Mary's from Atlanta. Um, and then we also have Virginia. Uh, same thing for Ed and gratitude for, uh, for graces received. Um, and then uh, we've got Dave from Marietta. And uh, so we love you, KK. Uh, Elise from uh, Stone Mountain. So uh, absolutely, we thank everybody for that. Let me... Uh, step out of the call center here and uh we, yeah we'll go ahead and take a break here we'll be back and uh we'll talk more with kate and uh ed uh, with uh kathy as well here on the quest you're listening to am 1160 the quest and this is our spring pledge drive where the theme is the power of prayer Keep listening for more stories of inspiration and hope through the power of prayer. After hearing these stories, if you're moved to donate, please call 470-508-1160. Go to our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Remember, The Quest is 100% listener supported, and we rely on donations from people like you to stay on the air. We'll be back to the Power of Prayer Pledge Drive shortly. On AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. That's the power of prayer. In today's world, cybersecurity is critical for your business. Award-winning Versprite provides solutions to protect your company from hackers. For protection now, see Versprite.com. That's V-E-R-Sprite.com. The Quest thanks Versprite for their support. Hi, I'm Kevin from St. Luke's in Dahlonega, Georgia. I'm also a part of Life Teen Hidden Lake in Dahlonega. You've discovered Atlanta's newest listener-supported Catholic radio station. 
1160 The Quest, WCFO East Point, Atlanta. We need your help to launch this exciting new venture. Join the journey at www.thequestatlanta.com. The Quest presents Mom Minutes with Cameron Frad from Among the Lilies. You are amazing and wonderful and enough. I think oftentimes we fall into comparison traps and we think I'm not good enough or I'm not like this person. Sally has her kids in dance or Sarah's kids are on honor roll, whatever. Like the Lord knows that you are who's best for your children, right? And your main goal as a mom is to get your kids to heaven. It doesn't really matter. Like when you get to heaven, St. Peter's not like, hey, did you play five seasons of soccer? No. Oh, you had a bad mom. (laughs) Or were you on the honor roll? Oh, your mom didn't try hard enough with those flashcards. No, your job as a mom is to love your children, help them to know, love, and serve our Lord and get them to heaven. And the best mom you could be is accepting who you are. Be the best you you can be. You can't be Cameron Frat. You would be a horrible Cameron Frat. I can't be my friend Julia, who's amazing and wonderful. I need to be me. So be you, be yourself, and uh, get your kids to heaven. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. The Vatican Exposition of Sacred Relics includes relics of the Saints Joseph, John the Baptist, and Mary Magdalene, pieces of the wood of the True Cross, and over a hundred more. It's one night, March 31st, at All Saints Parish, Atlanta. Find out more at thequestatlanta.com. Let us offer a prayer of thanksgiving for Father Martin Connor, a priest serving in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. Eternal God, We thank you for the blessings of Father Connor, who represents you on this earth. Make him more greatly aware of the grace that you pour out through him as he ministers the sacraments, and help him to fall more deeply in love with you after each and every Mass that is celebrated. Please strengthen him so that he may lovingly and courageously shepherd your flock. May we support Father Connor and the Archdiocese of Atlanta by offering him kind words, deeds, and assistance. We thank you, God, for the gift of Father Martin Connor. Allow him to remain an example of your truth and a guide to all those he is entrusted to serve. We ask these things of you, our Lord, our eternal priest. Amen. The Power of Prayer Pledge Drive on AM 1160, The Quest. Make your pledge or donation by calling 470-508-1160 on our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Now back to the power of prayer on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio. That's the power of prayer. That's the power of prayer. We are coming into the home stretch here of our first day of the pledge drive. Uh, Just another half hour left, and you've got just another half hour to take advantage of the match. Uh, We have a match uh, up to $2,000. So if you, I I over-explain this every time, I just want to make sure people understand, you know, you donate 50 bucks, it's a $100 donation. You donate 25, it's a $50. They're going to match us up to $2,000, but you've only got until six o'clock, less than a half hour left in this uh, pledge drive for today. Uh, but right now, uh, in the studio, we have Kathy McCormick. And Kathy, I'll let you explain who these other people are. All right. Well, we well got- oh, hold on. See, it helps when I turn your microphone on, doesn't it? We've Go got, ahead. Okay, we've got Ed Bolduck here from St. Anne's. He's the director of music, de- director of liturgy. Nope, music. Music, director yep, of music. music. I had it right the first time. Yeah. 
And I didn't mean to sound panicked there. Sa- but well, I got, <laughs> no, I, I did that job. I just I want to go back to music, please. Okay, director of music at <laughs> yes. St. Anne's. Yes. And then we have Kate Curran, who mm-hmm. is the director of youth ministry at the Cathedral of Christ the King. Mm. Kate, Kathy. before the break, you, share, you shared a story with me that I thought was really wonderful mm. about parents praying for their children. Yes, indeed. So please... Yeah. Share that story. Yeah. So I guess I grew up um, the youngest of six kids and my we, we were very strong in our Catholic faith. Um, I have, you know, Ed shared earlier a beautiful that tradition that he prays every night with his family. And for me growing up, it was the rosary. We prayed very frequently the rosary together. So I have these beautiful memories of, of being five years old and, and just being on my knees and fidgeting and getting a smack across the head, which sure that's all part of it, you know. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, so the, our Catholic faith was very much um, a part of our household. Um, and unfortunately, when I got to high school, I did the the typical, I took the typical path of, of a lot of our teens today. Um, and I just wandered away from the Lord. It really struggled to um, to learn how to, to live my Catholic faith. Um, and so that led me down a, a wayward path for a little while and I had a conversation with my mom where because there was a lot of things going on in my life that that she wasn't aware of that they weren't aware of that I was keeping from them because I didn't want to upset them or worry them and um but it was it was beginning to really weigh on me and because you know when you live a life of sin it's not going to bring you joy and it's not going to bring peace um and so that was beginning to manifest itself in my life this this anxiety and um just yeah yeah I was beginning to build up and so I one evening had a conversation with my mom and she and she kind of called me out and and I had the courage to share what was happening and you know that was that for that for that time I went back to college and began to live my double life again and and didn't think any more of it unbeknownst to me at the time my mom the good Catholic mom that she is and, and the caring mom that she she is, um, she and got together with my dad and they went to seek counsel from this very holy man. Um, Larry Bird, I think is his last name, I can't remember. In Ireland, he is, he's a huge healing ministry in Ireland and a lot of people go and have had um, a lot of success in, in prayer with him for different things. Um, and so they went to, to talk with him and, and shared with, with Larry what, was ha- what I had shared with them essentially. And he told them, you need to get on your knees in front, and light a candle in front of a Eucharist and pray a rosary for your daughter. And they did this faithfully every night. They were already praying the rosary. I mean, these, these are very pious um, people. But they, they specifically were praying for me in this way and, and on their knees too. You know, my, my parents are no spring chickens. So it was um, a beautiful act of love and, and faith. And they did this. And three months after I had that conversation with my mom, um, there was a moment of grace that I received to be to essentially give my life to the Lord and, and, and make that decision because I, I, I was very convicted. I had to make a decision. I couldn't live in both camps. It, you know, it, I'm either for him or I, I'm against him. And um, so I had in this moment of grace, I was thankfully able to choose the Lord and, and change my life and, and, and had that um, deep 
joy of coming home. Um, and afterwards, I found that out that my parents that that whole time had been praying for me. And I just really, I'm convicted to the to the very core that if it had not been for the prayers of my parents and and for their love and sacrifice. Um, and I know, like my, you know, we're in the season of Lent. My dad is a big big on fasting, and he would he he will fast on Fridays and Lent, and and throughout the year as well. He won't eat anything, you know. Um, but but this this real sense of of praying and fasting intentionally for your children um because the lord has gifted them to you you know you are the the person of in all of creation that has been gifted with your children nobody else gets them you and so um i'm really convicted that 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 the power of a parent's prayer for their child no matter how bleak no matter how hopeless the situation may seem there is hope because the lord says there's hope because he he is real and he loves them. And, and so, um, yeah, just for any parent out there that is struggling with their with their child. And um, I would just encourage them to to turn to the Lord and pray. And, you know, he anything is possible to God. So for me, it, it really proved um, to be an incredible turning point in my life. So I'm so grateful for my parents and for their prayer. That's great. Mm. That that to me is just uh, uh, more hope. Yes, um, amen. It's yeah. nothing is without hope. I no. mean, prayer. Yeah. The whole point of prayer. Yeah. It brings hope to um, who we are. Uh, you know, we have to talk with God. So, in um, uh, we're gonna we're gonna just start talking a little personal stuff. Oh boy! Yeah. Oh, let's go. Goodness. So, <laughs> so, well, okay, we'll start easy. What do you love about your parish that you work at? I love being, I love, first of all, I love working at a parish. I just think it's, it's just for me. Um, a lot of musicians liked and are really gifted at going on the road and, and presenting conferences and workshops and concerts and shows and missions, you know, and that's just not, I don't think that's who I am. I love being part of a parish and being a parish music minister. Honestly, the, my most favorite part on Sunday mornings, because at St. Anne's when people come in, they, they kind of chat a little bit and, and talk. And before Mass, my favorite part is to walk around before Mass and say good morning to people and say hi and just see people. Now that the fish dinners are back, that is awesome because Friday night, <laughs> I'm like just saying hi to everybody at the fish dinner. I just love being around the people and that sense of community, I think is so important. Um, feeling like you're part of something yeah. bigger. So honestly, that's what I like most about my job besides getting to play music every Sunday on a really nice piano in a mm-hmm. nice church with a nice sound system. I mean, that's that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but being able to do that for this community and yeah. uh it's very humbling. Again, you know, the the words that you're saying, you're yeah. asking everyone to sing these words that you are. But uh I would say that's yeah, I just love being part of part of the community that's great Mm. kate what do you love about the cathedral oh gosh i love similar to ed being part of a community and saying seeing the faces of of people that you come to know and 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 having conversations with people where you're just you're journeying with people you know that that's the, the the whole thing it's a journey um and I love I love being in ministry. Like I I chat with a lot of my friends who are in accounting or um, business, whatever they're at, and 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 them have to struggle to reconcile like conversations that um, are difficult to navigate in this in this culture. Whereas I'm I'm constantly around people who are just 
glorifying in what God is doing. And that's a, that's a privilege. It's not all roses for sure, but, um, just being with like-minded people who are seeking to live holy lives and seeking to live lives of virtue is, is a real gift. And, and I, I love to, to be surrounded by those people who, who can inspire me to try and strive to be better. But, um, yeah, community as well, for sure. I like that you said that you thought it was a privilege. Cause I, I agree mm-hmm. with that. That's a great mm-hmm. word to be able to do what we do. Yeah. It's a privilege. Yeah. And can I just yeah. jump in here real quick? Because hearing both of you talk about being a, a part of a parish like that and uh, leading up to this pledge drive, I interviewed many of our volunteers. I couldn't, we've got so many volunteers, mm-hmm. but that was like a com- the things you said were mm-hmm. kind of the same thing that the people who volunteer here at the quest mm-hmm. said the same thing that it's, it's, it's like-minded people. It, you know, the, the, the camaraderie, the, you know, all the things you said, it, it's kind of the same thing we have, it, although this isn't a parish, but yeah. it, it, it is it, a community. It's a community. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And we're trying to figure it out as we yeah. go together. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no one has, yeah. There's no book that's well. There's a book, but <laughs> it's called the Bible. <laughs> there's, that, there's that book, but you know we have to figure it out. And every place is different. Every community is different. Yeah. Too, so. yeah. Yeah. And so, if you would like to support uh, that type of a lifestyle, that type of a thing, uh, and keep that going in our community, uh, this is the Power of Prayer Spring Pledge Drive on AM 1160 The Quest, and you can call in your pledge at four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty, or you can log on to the Quest Atlanta. So, uh, I've asked about your parish that you work in and you worship in. Um, Working at a parish, you kind of do both at the same time. You Mm -hmm. work and worship all at the same time. Where have you seen the Lord been active in your life recently? That's a tough question. I know. (laughs) I went from... Yeah, easy question. How's the church? To all right, what's God done for you lately? Yeah. I I don't know about anybody else, but but to me, I've been on the struggle bus for Lent. My goodness, and and leading up to Lent, I was feeling so good. I just felt like the floodgates of grace had opened, and I just I had all these great. Um, Plans and goals, some some that I had even begin begun implementing leading up to the beginning of Lent. I was so enthusiastic to start Lent. I did it early. Um, <laughs> was practicing, you know, getting because one of one of my things was getting up at six a.m. fasting from that. sleep. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. No. And um, I was like, okay, I can I can start this already because I feel like really convicted that I need to get up at six a.m. and um, and give that first hour of my day, first fruits to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And like Ash Wednesday hit and just crash crash and burn well you know that's yeah you get it you get attacked but now you're right. truly in the desert right so oh, you're having yeah. the desert Amen. experience exactly that's what lent's all about but really just just that awareness again that I, there's nothing i can do without him absolutely mm-hmm. zero yeah. like i cannot do anything all the good intentions of the world but if if i'm not um really seeking his grace and, and really responding to what he's providing there's nothing i can do and just my weakness i'm, I'm really aware of my weakness he's, he's very kindly reminding me of that so at six <laughs> o'clock in the morning when you get up mm-hmm. do you sing do you pray through music or do you do you pray a different way or what mm-hmm. is it that you do for your own personal prayer i dabble um i i it depends on my mood but i've i Sometimes it's the road. I think the Hallow app is a really fantastic resource for any Catholic. Um, so there's often I will use that um, to pray with. I love the Liturgy of the Hours. 
um, the rosary. I've been reading the gospel of the day as well, so trying to prepare myself to go to mass later that day. So it depends. The quest. Tune in and listen to the quest. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. We've got the app. That, that's the beauty of the Lord, too, because the, the, there's so much variety out there for us to choose from. But, yeah, there's there's so many ways. Mm-hmm. Ed? I do not get up at 6 a.m. every day <laughs> and do any of those things. <laughs> but <laughs> I said I wanted to. I'm not saying I'm doing it. That was my goal. Let me be clear. I'm failing miserably. Uh, no. Um, I think I've heard this word uh, happen a lot during this this hour, and it's the word hope. And I think that hope is the thing that people most need, and I think it's one of the things that's most lacking for so many people of all ages. And to me... Prayer is what gives me that hope. Uh, prayer is the hope. They're, they're like one and the same for me because I know that I can always turn to God and pray. And that's how I see God working in my life is through all the different ways that my prayers are answered. And they're just little things. They're little subtle things. And it's, it's, it's hard. You know, you want you got to have faith when you pray that you pray all these things in Jesus' name. You know, what does that mean? When we pray in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, what, what are we saying when we do that? You know, there's so much faith involved when we're praying, and so that's my that's my struggle. You know, to to have this incredible faith when I pray, but there's so much reward. Like God just He hears you and He answers you, and and maybe not the way you thought. We've all heard that, but you do get your prayers answered, and that's where the hope comes in. Like there's like you said, Kate, there's nothing that God can't do. Mm. Right, and if, as long as you know that and you realize that, then there's always hope, no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. You know, and it, it, it's interesting. We uh, started working here on January third. Knew about the quest and listened to the quest here and there. I would tune in for the uh, for the Divine Mercy at three o'clock um, every once in a while, and uh, listen to a couple of the shows prior to to, to coming on board here. Um, since being here, it has really uh, improved my prayer life. Mm. And it's uh, it's really nice to, again, I mean, I guess Dave talked about being part of a community. There's community of Catholics in this whole archdiocese. We've got this huge archdiocese. And um, being able to be a part of a community of believers, prayers, people who want to stand up for the faith, uh, it has increased my prayer life and made me more, uh, I don't know, uh, in tune, I guess. And I think that's another thing. When you surround yourself with people who are Catholic, you recognize what a wonderful way to live through the sacraments, through the scripture, tradition, mm. Through that, if we stay connected to that, praying of scripture, praying the office, praying uh, the liturgy of the hour, all that kind of stuff, just the rosary, divine mercy, there's so many things that the Catholic Church offers us sitting in front of the Blessed Sacrament. Um, here at the studio, we have a beautiful chapel. Mm. It's the Our Lady of Fatima Chapel. And we have adoration here uh, four days uh, a week. Uh, where we we have guardians come in from 10 to 2, 10 to 3. And uh, there are times when we're trying to make a decision about what to do next, and we just walk into that chapel and say, 
we need to pray about it. Lord, you've got to answer this. You've got to run this radio station. It is your hands, and we're just here to work however you want to mm. work and really key into the Holy Spirit. It's just been a beautiful experience to be able to do that mm. and um, and be part. It's a privilege. It's it's mm-hmm. the privilege and, and the hope that we can keep getting the message out of of the Lord and living life through this Catholic faith. Um, yeah. And and you were saying how just listening and working here, but listening to the Quest has improved your prayer life. And I just want to toss this out there for anybody listening. Uh, if in any way the Quest has maybe helped you with your prayer life uh, and you would like to keep supporting that, uh, we we really do need your support. We, you know, we have hard costs that we that just to keep this radio station on the air. I, and I've said this a few times today: thirty six thousand dollars a year just for the electricity bill for the transmitter. Mm-hmm. That's it. That doesn't include the studios, anything else. Just that. So we have hard costs, and if you want to keep this going on the quest, uh, we need you to call in at four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty or log on to thequestatlanta dot com and make your pledge. Uh, nothing is too big. Nothing is too small. If I mean, if five dollars, if that's all you can afford, that's great. Thank you very much. Uh, Kathy? Yeah, the other thing, too, about the Quest is uh, this place does not run without volunteers. And it's been Mm -hmm. amazing to watch uh, the amount of volunteerism that comes through uh, the door every day. And uh, it's, you know, oh, well, I'm a graphic design artist. Oh, we we need a logo, you know. Uh, Or it's, uh, well, I can, I'm I'm more of an office person. Well, we need someone to pay the bills. And or an accountant. Or an or, accountant. <laughs> I mean, everything, or, yeah, everything for you know, a business. All that kind of stuff. Uh, and we have a person who, uh, Paula, who comes in and, and is really the sacristan here. She, mm-hmm. We have uh, mass celebrated when we have priests come in uh, once a week to, uh, if they're available, to come in and celebrate mass for our volunteers and, and anyone else in the community that wants to come. And uh, and so it's it's just amazing what, what has been done through volunteerism here too so if you have uh if you have a skill or if you have time time and talent come on by to the quest we could use you absolutely uh, to to pass on the faith and you know it was funny and i I don't want to take up too much time here but i'll just throw this in real quick that uh somebody had told me before i took this job that they said you know if you're relying on volunteers that's going to be kind of shady you know, like, shady. well, I mean, I, I, he didn't use the word shady, but, but, but it, it's risky. It, risky. Yeah, it, basically, yeah. the, you know, how can you depend on these people that, you know, it, it, he's, he's like in my company, you know, we pay our people $15 an hour and it's hard to get somebody dependable. But the thing is, the difference is that I learned once I got here is that these volunteers are here because they want to be here. Mm. They want to do the work. They're not doing it because, oh, I got to pay the bills or, you know. They they want to be here, and that's it's such a great great group of people here. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I think it's because what we're doing on the radio is helping their faith life. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 different programming that's here, the local program that we have, the syndicated programs that we have, they they really do build your faith um, and make you. Uh, I it's made me a stronger stronger Catholic, and and closer to the Lord, which is. You know, we're all trying to reach and get closer to the Lord. Yeah, uh, we're we're gonna uh, be running out of time here pretty soon, but I just want to take one more step into the call center, if I can, and uh, we'll just mention that uh, uh, Elise 
uh, of Stone Mountain uh, in honor of Ed. Well, thank you, Elise. Uh, Courtney uh, from Hiram in honor of Kathy. Thank you. Uh, Margaret in uh, Woodstock. She loves Ed. Loves her some Who doesn't? Ed. Yeah. Who doesn't love Ed? <laughs> and Kathy from Atlanta in honor of Kathy and also uh, Rita uh, from Charleston, South Carolina. Wow. Is that, no, that's Kathy from Charleston, South Carolina. So anyway, let's uh, let's close up the call center here and we're all set. So just a few more minutes left here in this hour. Well, as far as ending up uh, this hour, rounding up this hour, uh, the last question I want to ask you guys is... Um, Can you sing in the next CD that we Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, I, I do want to share that I want to thank you guys for, uh, for your friendship, first of all, but also for the music that you, that you have um, allowed me to be a part of. Uh, and I think that anyone who listens to you sing or play, uh, recognizes how the Lord has blessed you. And uh, so, now we're going to sing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> One, no. two, three. Get, um, get your trumpet out. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll get out my didgeridoo. Okay, we That's right, right, great, great. Right. Yeah, and, and explain for the listeners what a didgeridoo is for those people who... It's an, it's a, an instrument native to Australia that's essentially a big, long, hollow wooden tube 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 yeah 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 Yeah. and you 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 blow into it essentially (laughs) yeah and it creates a sound sound (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly that's awesome cool yeah that's funny so are you gonna keep doing it keep doing what did you read music oh music yeah for everyone for everyone yes Uh, I hope so. I mean, I I will stay doing what I'm doing as long as they'll have me. Yeah. Um, And your next album is going to be Music music for for Everyone. everyone. Yes, featuring Featuring Kathy. Kathy (laughs) and Kate. Kate. (laughs) (laughs) On the didgeridoo. (laughs) On the didgeridoo and trumpet. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, I I hope so. I mean, I, you know, I I love doing what I'm doing. Yeah. I get to work for a publishing company, too, so I work on a lot of times, a lot of reasons that I don't write as much music as because i'm working on a bunch of other people's music which is a privilege it's awesome and i know you helped out uh, carrie allen on her uh yeah book of, her book of esther we did yeah. a song john roberts and i wrote a song called proclaim my word yeah and it was the jingle and then i think she did the whole we did the whole song for her too yeah. it's a cool program it is a very cool program and you can find that on the app on the quest on app. the quest app yes and uh online and carrie's got a, a another um Bible study coming out, so cool. we'll we'll have that uh, in the future. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, cool. Um, is there anything uh, left unsaid, either uh, Ed or Kate, that you know that we haven't covered here? Um, okay. God is good all the time. <laughs> yes. God Excellent. Is good all the time. Yeah. And and you know what I want to do here, uh, just while we have a minute now, we we've been talking about if you've been listening to the quest, uh, we've been talking about the. Uh, the Power of Prayer pledge drive coming up for at least a few months now, and, and we were asking people to send in their stories uh, of the Power of Prayer. And uh, let's go ahead and listen to uh, one of one of the emails that was sent in. I, I had somebody read this for us, and uh, uh, I, I, I think well, this this one 
really moved me. Do we have time to do this? We do. Just here, let's check this out. I fell away from the church and was in a marriage plagued by addiction. I was mired in self-pity and hopelessness, feeling trapped in a marriage where I was shouldering all the responsibilities of adulthood, financial and otherwise. I wanted to walk out, but there were countless reasons why that couldn't and wouldn't happen. A friend had given me a book entitled The Praying Wife. I couldn't relate to it, but at some level it must have struck a chord because one day, during a tearful drive home from work at a particularly low point, the day before Valentine's Day, I cried out to God. I don't remember my exact prayer, but it was something like, Please, help me, God. I am so sad and so hopeless and so trapped and I don't know what to do. I may have even named all the things that were stacked against me. And in a moment, as though a switch had been flipped in my mind, all the things I'd seen as obstacles in the way of my freedom were cast aside. Instead, I saw all of those obstacles as stepping stones to get both myself and my husband going in more positive directions, but apart from one another. I wasn't going to present any of this to my husband on Valentine's Day, but that next morning, an interview on television with a former addict provided the perfect segue for me to open the conversation. I'd made the I'm leaving threat many times throughout our 15-year marriage, so this conversation should have been no different, except that something must have been different. Because this time, my husband asked, do you mind giving me 24 hours to think this through? And he didn't drink that day at all, nor the next day, nor the next. In fact, he stopped drinking cold turkey. What years of counseling, therapy, AA, and Al-Anon couldn't do, that desperate prayer did. I began going to Sunday Mass again, got involved in ministry at my parish, and God's grace has continued to grow and strengthen my marriage. My husband and I will celebrate our 30th wedding anniversary this year. I know there must be other people out there who, like I was, are feeling that their loved one is beyond help and will never change. If anyone had told me back then that today I would be in the relationship I now have with my husband, I never would have believed it. God continues to work miracles every day, and we are still a work in progress. Our story is not over yet. God bless all of you at the Quest. The Quest has furthered my faith journey tremendously. Thank you for everything you do. That it's the power of prayer right there. That is there. the power of prayer. Amen. That is beautiful. That's cool. it, it really is. And uh, we, we thank the anonymous person for sending that in and sharing that story with us. Uh, we just got a few seconds left. I just want to thank Kathy uh, McCormick for being in here. Uh, Ed Curran. Uh, Ed, thank you. <laughs> it's, it's been a long day. Ed, Ed Bolduck and Kate Curran. Thank you all for Pleasure. so much for being here. Thanks for having us. AM 1160, The Quest, WCFO East Point, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. Welcome to the Spring Pledge Drive, where our theme is the power of prayer. In this episode of Behind the Quest, we'll get to know some of our many volunteers. Now, The Quest is a non-commercial radio station, meaning we can't sell advertising the same way commercial stations generate revenue. We do get a fair number of corporate donors that we're very thankful for, but the majority of our operating expenses are covered by donations from people like you. As you listen to The Quest, you may not realize the kind of expenses and the amount of work that goes into just 
keeping this radio station on the air. A majority of that work comes from volunteers. These volunteers. Yeah, I'm Carol Tearsmith. I'm Nick, and I'm a volunteer here at The Quest. My name is Adam Keller. I'm Jack Tyson. This is Paula Krizaniak. I'm Julie Liker, and I'm the Accounts Payable Volunteer here at The Quest. What is it I do here? Well, I guess I've become known as kind of the pledge drive guy, one of the people who is a key player during pledge drive season. I am a graphic designer by trade, and I volunteer at the Quest and offer my skills and services as a graphic designer. I am on the PEP team as a volunteer, parish and event planning. I'm the team leader for the PEP team, a group of volunteers that provide two-way communication with the parishes. We want to know what's going on in the parishes so we can help promote it through the Quest. And we also want the parishes to know what's going on with the Quest so that if there are new listeners out there that haven't been engaged yet, they'll learn what's going on and be as inspired as we are. What I do at the Quest mainly is outreach. And that's sending birthday cards to the priests in the archdiocese. I also do voice acting and voice spots for the quest. Giving congratulatory cards to the RCIA candidates, welcoming them into the Catholic Church, helping out with the pledge drive. Oh, another thing that I do during the pledge drive, I enter all of the donations we get to keep them on a spreadsheet so it can keep people aware of where we're standing in our goals for each hour, for each each day for the whole pledge drive. So that's something that has to be kept up on a um, hour-to-hour basis or minute-to-minute basis. In whatever way that I can help out, I'm always happy to. And that's not all of them. There are many more priests and parishioners from all over the Archdiocese of Atlanta who volunteer their time, too. We are thankful for each and every one of them. But of all the hundreds, if not thousands of places they could volunteer, why do they donate their valuable time at the Quest? The team that we have here is just so wonderful, and they're so kind-hearted. And Well, it's a great group of people to work with. It's a beautiful place to come together to evangelize, and I think that's the main thing that's in my heart. There is something really special and holy about volunteering here. Everything we do is Christ-centered, and everything is covered in prayer. Why the quest? I wanted to do something that had as its core Catholicism, a spiritual element to it, anything and everything related to the church, you know, Jesus Christ as its core, all those things pointed towards, at the the time I really didn't understand it or didn't connect the dots, but all those things sort of pointed to the quest. I love it here. Everyone here is just truly genuine and I gravitate toward that. It's an awesome experience. We have a chapel here at the studio. It is Our Lady of Fatima Chapel. Mass is celebrated every week in our chapel. The Blessed Sacrament is exposed during the week and we have Eucharistic guardians who come to pray in our chapel. Every day at 3 p.m., we gather in the chapel to pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet together. Uh, It's nice to come in here and and know that there's kind of a safe haven where you can be Catholic and you can talk about things and no one's going to twist your words around and no one's going to be what society is right now. You don't keep coming back to a place for, almost for me anyway, for at least 18 months or so if there's not a common good, if there's not solid people, and there's not a camaraderie that exists to help promote what it is we're all here to do. So let me ask then, if volunteering time at the Quest is so worthwhile, what if I'm a person who finds I have an extra $20 left over at the end of each month? Why is the Quest a good place to donate? What is your soul worth? 
makes your soul worth $20 a month. <laughs> I don't know why you would. When you do have that excess, after having taken care of all of your other responsibilities that God tells us to, it's good to give back. We are called by our baptism to spread the good word. If that $20 can help spread the word in that way. It's a good message. It makes you feel good to be a Catholic, to be able to donate to somebody who you know that they will put out a good message for the church and the teachings. If you give up your coffee or your Netflix for Lent and you've got 15 extra dollars here or 20 extra dollars there, answering your baptismal call through that virtue of generosity can just help pass on the faith. Knowing what it takes pull this all together and be on the air, it's a $20 donation well spent. So for $20 for a month, that's pretty inexpensive <laughs> for your soul. If it helps your soul, it's helped mine. Well, thank you all for sharing your thoughts and stories for this episode of Behind the Quest. Be sure to call in with your donation at 470-508-1160, or you can do it online at thequestatlanta.com or right from your phone. Download the Quest Atlanta app to make your donation today. And now back to the Pledge Drive with our theme, The Power of Prayer. That's the power.